think uh, like that's the difference from him and the rest mm. rest of the players. He's obviously set numerous records. He's he's a different level to everyone else, and I think that's his how mentally tough he is. His mindset to just want more. He's mm. never satisfied with where he's gone. I think that's why he is who he is. I feel like this. <laughs> there's some healthy tension in the room at the moment. Built up energy. How are you doing, boys? Yeah, all good. All good. Good stuff. Well, boys, we'll get straight into two guests today: Owen Walken and Gar Thomas. Gar, I can see a bit of venom in your eyes, mate. Towards O, is that just healthy venom or? Uh, well, the only reason I'm here is to <laughs> set, the set the. Was it set the tone from the from last time and uh, <laughs> right the wrongs? Man, it's a pleasure having you on. First and foremost, I know oh, you didn't unfortunately play on the weekend, but Gar, you um, mate, you were my top three on the weekend. I uh, I was impressed. I'm not much of a scrummage guy. I don't know much about it, but you got around the park well, and um, you were getting involved in the jackals and uh, that chop you did, mate. Got me a bit toey, that did. I seen that, I was impressed. I think I just tripped over myself <laughs> and uh, ended up jumping into his legs. Yeah, well, mate, if that's how it works, that's how it works. But you know that chop tackle? It's, I believe it's renowned from Dan Lydiard, is that right? Yeah. We're, um, is that something that, we, that, they, that you know, they implemented training, or is it just something that he's just thought about and then it's just kind of carried on? I think I don't know. I just spending time with uh, Lids um, at the Ospreys and Wales. He's obviously I'm obviously a big fan of um, of him since I was younger, and just watching YouTube videos of him um, when he used to play for Wales back in mm. the day, and he's still doing it now. And uh, yeah, and spending a lot of time with him, working on on it together. He's helped me a lot as well. So. Um, it's definitely something I've uh, I, I always looked up to him as well, and uh, the way he, he chucks himself into tackles, it's it's impressive, and um, yeah, that's kind of where where I want to be as a defender as well. Nice, mate. Nice. Well, if you had someone ask like Wako, what do you call it? Wado? Wako? Wago. If you had an ask like Wago, maybe a um, bit more power there, then, isn't it? It's a, it's a big thing. He's not gifted. I don't want to. Ask me. I don't want a girl's ass. <laughs> <laughs> Some girls would probably try and take it anyway. How are you doing, boss? Yeah, all good. Obviously disappointed not to play um, yeah. on the weekend, but the sort of parcel parcel of uh, rugby you have your ups and downs, I think. How do you become selfless in a big environment? Like, for instance, if you don't get selected in a game, obviously it's a part of disappointment in there, but you know, like for the bigger picture, I think I reflect on myself and other players. Some people can kick stones, can't they? And it, like, it's like a bad egg in a team then, isn't it? Yeah. How, do you, how did you like deal with it? Uh, obviously, you're massively disappointed. You want you want to start or, or being a 23, but um, like obviously after the team's announced, you sort of got to dust yourself off, and y- your priority is preparing the team and doing what you can, um, especially for the boys in your position to make them as as best prepared as they can for for the opposition. So whether it be in the in the week you're running the opposition's plays, yeah, um, and just preparing them as best they can be. Mm. Actually, thought the, the you know, for instance, talking about. The preparation to the game, I don't obviously know too much about it, but I actually thought that the boys did really well on the weekend, considering the result. I don't think it really reflected the performance. Like, from my eyes, Ireland are probably number one in the world right now, and at stages in that game, it was there to be taken as well, even though I'd say the percentage of the first half is predominantly defending. So that takes a, you know, your, your gas tank is literally dying a lot in that, but 
I thought on the weekend, you know, it was opportunities still there to be taken, which is a good sign. Yeah, I think uh, there's a lot of effort gone into the first three games, really, and um, especially on the weekend, second half, we had like two opportunities to probably score if we had those, um, if we would have scored that in in the second half, I think it would have been a much closer game and it looked much better on us, but like, like the you can't fault the effort that's gone into mm. the all three of the games, really. I think that's just probably frustrating for boys who are playing and boys not playing. You, everyone's putting a huge amount of effort yeah. throughout the week, and especially the boys on the weekend playing and probably not getting the rewards for the mm. work they're putting in, which is frustrating, but... Um, you know what's going to come eventually. Yeah, definitely. Do you think, for instance, and how do you instill belief? You know, obviously, like, you'd look at Ireland on the weekend and you say, okay, they're number one in the world. What are they doing, do you think, at their... I think experience plays a massive factor in this as well, but what do you think the difference is between number one, you know, the top end to where we are right now? Um, yeah, I think the experience does come with it. And you look at our team, they've been together, they've played together for the last three four years and mm. you can see they're quite se- seamless in what they do uh, but um for us we, we have got belief and mm. you know coaches and staff are putting belief into into the squad and um and you know it shows because we're we're fighting for each other and with a lot of energy and effort going into it so it's just having that experience to finish games off and and closing games, mm. uh, clo- closing games off is probably where we'll come with experience. I think you're saying like talking about experience. There's only four. Is it four boys you said? Yeah, there's four of us over uh, over thirty mm. so in the squad. Look so. at the yeah. Obviously, probably the lack of experience in the squad. Um, mm. Obviously, it's hugely exciting for the future, knowing majority of the boys are under. 27, 28. 100%. That's massive. How do you keep a happy camp? Like, for instance, you know, what's camp like? Sometimes, you know, it might be draining, it might be long, but then it's like, you know, you need to throw a couple of curveballs in and a couple of entertainers, and I think, ah, do you go under that, um, under that catchment of the funny guys? Uh, I am in the entertainment committee. <laughs> <laughs> so, we've got, well, Thursday we've got a, um, like a casino night. Nice. And a darts competition coming up. Pool nice. competition coming up, so organizing all, all those bits. So yeah, I like that. Who's um who's in the the, the committee of the social group? Um, it's me, George, Dylan, Lewis, um, Thomas Williams, and Josh Adams. Nice, nice. Yeah. Are you trying to take front of it though, like take ownership there, or just are you kind of like just putting your two pence in you in there? Uh, nah, two pence here and there. George. George we all probably try and make George do it all, and then uh, <laughs> and then contacts. get some reward from it. And the boy, when the boys are happy with it, then mm. we'll take uh, take a claim to it. Then nice, nice. How do you get the youngsters? Obviously, I don't know what it's like anymore, but you know, youngsters normally come in pretty shy, keep their head down. But I always think you've got to try and get them to come out with their shell a bit more, so then it makes them feel more like you belong. You, yeah. Um, is that something the oldies oldies do? I know you're not the oldest, but you know. <laughs> no, I'm not the oldest yet. Um, no, I think the the youngsters coming in this year obviously been pretty good at just mingling straight in, and yeah. Um, obviously, it's more like on the field, the confidence in them to, mm. even though they're probably not super experienced, but still um, barking orders and still taking charge. I think, but yeah, yeah off the field, the youngsters been good as gold. I think, haven't they? Yeah, and as and back like back in the day when. 
like one or two youngsters used to come in. You had a lot of experience, like Anna Wynn was, yeah. was walking around the place, and whereas this this time is like ten, fifteen youngsters and like couple of ten, ten older boys. Like so, it's like is a there's a lot of younger boys, so they're all quite comfortable mm. in the environment. So it's, which you know, it's, 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 uh, it's it is good, and they're they're all cracking on and going to work, and they you know they're working really hard. Mm. How's the body feeling today? Uh, I feel like a ninety-year-old man today. To be <laughs> fair, um, yeah, still still a bit sore. I'm always sore sore the day after the day after the game. So played on Saturday. I'm always more sore on a Monday, but. Um, yeah, I'll be running around the place tomorrow. So yeah, sometimes chuck, jump on the bike a little bit, loosen the legs off. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. this is one thing I'm quite curious about. It's such a Welsh common question, right? But we always they always say, you know, whenever you see someone who's big, they say, "What do you bench and what do you squat?" Are you a? Are you a? No, don't don't ask me that. <laughs> I bench more than guy. Really? You can go shoulder, mind of your shoulders are bad. right this on my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> this is your answer there, though. I yeah. think for these youngsters, I only said it because I want to let youngsters know it's not all about um, you know how much you lift in the gym yeah. and what you squat. What's the saying? Train like Tarzan, train play like Jane, yeah. but swip it, swap it around. Yeah. Play like I'd train rather, like Jane, play I'd like Tarzan. Train like Jane, I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go, kids. Who's <laughs> <is> your future? <laughs> I tell you what, boys. Did you watch the the game yesterday? Uh, Italy and France. I yeah. watched uh, bits of it. What did you think? Well, it was it was out of a contest, and it's going you know next two games for us is none of them are going to be easy games, mm. and uh, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be out of a challenge both games. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I, I thought they threw the ball around a lot, and I think Italy capitalised on it, and it was entertaining. It was like refreshing to watch them boys run around and just nothing to lose mentality. Yeah, and you think like you always watch Italy and they every week they so much effort in they probably don't get rewarded mm. um, but like every time I've come across Italy they, they're a tough tough opposition yeah. um, they take a while to break down if you do break them down mm. um, but yeah they're, they're a good side with some great individuals mm. do you think sometimes that's the mentality when you have that nothing to lose mentality like I think we spoke about this before you, you start to just play freer like you, you play more eyes up and you've got like that nothing to lose do you agree with that or yeah I think they probably as bad as sound People probably expect to be diddly. Mm. Um, and they go out there with the shackles off and really throw about. And like I said, they've got some dangerous individuals. And mm. um, if you give them time and space, they can cause you problems. So I think um, they potentially have that mindset every week. And yeah. that's what makes them a tough opposition to beat then. Mm. No, we, totally we, we, oh, both of us have been on the end of losing to, of losing to them in Cardiff. So mm. Just a 2022, we'll, is it? Yeah. Just so we'll... Um, we, we don't take that for granted. We know what they, yeah. what they're capable of. No, I, I totally agree with you. I think sometimes the teams you don't, you know, you go, we've got to win you before he's even kicked off. It's like the, the you, you you drop to their level sometimes, yeah. and you you know you, you stoop to there. So, yeah, how's how's training been? Obviously, you got Gatlin, they Rob Howley, um, Jenkins. Who else is there? Who's the other? Uh, Mike Forshaw, Mike Forshaw, and uh, Alex King's the uh, Alex King backs coach. coach. How was John how was Humphreys Forge coach? John Humphreys, okay, there you go. A couple of toughies there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you have a bit of banter with him or with who Humphreys? Yeah, yeah, he's, he's good boy. I love him. He's a he's a good coach, and well, there's a good group of coaches there at the minute, and and they're working well together as well. So um, yeah, it was obviously getting us going. So. Uh, Working well with us, and uh, yeah, it's a, it's a good environment there with the, even the physios, staff, every, everyone is 
there's a class group of uh, of of people that just want the best out of each other. Love that. Do you have s- some form of like good cop, bad cop with coaches? So, for instance, like one coach might be really good with a player, you know, one, and then one's really technical and this, that, and the other. Is it someone that you can identify who goes, you know, what he's the type of guy he'll give you a rev or he'll chuck his arm over your shoulder? I think, like you say, they they all got their different ways of coaching and how they approach um, like your work ons. Like for example, Rob Owley, he's a very detailed coach. Mm. But he's very good. Um, so, like you said, they've all got different ways of how they do it. Um, and I think they got to know how the players take their criticism on how they want their feedback. So, yeah, like you said, they all go their different ways, but mm. I think they all work. It's good to have a variety. 100%. And then, uh, you know, you can you feel like you can lean on a different coach for different situations, right? 100%, yeah. How about you, Gar? Or is it just tough love in the middle? It's just like, oh, uh, get on with it. No, it's just good. Just a lot of detail that goes into every week, and it's, it's about us players then having the you know, mindset to go out there on the weekends and... Like I said, everyone's just want the best out of each other, and it's working well for for us at the minute. Nice, nice. What um, you know, what lets Gaz hair down outside of rugby? What do you enjoy to do, mate? Besides, besides just having a laugh here and there. Um, He's always having a laugh. My hair, my hair's down all the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's obviously like at the minute it's just so hectic, um, back and forth in camp and stuff. Yeah. Don't don't really have time to do much. Uh, much else outside of outside of rugby, we're going for coffees, mm. chilling with the family. That's 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 about it. That's all I got time for at the minute. No golf or anything like that. Or I thought there was a lot of golf God. people in it. In the team. The food boys oh. play golf in it. Yeah, my back my back would just go playing golf. <laughs> as soon as I swing, it'd be like <laughs> spasm. Nice. How about you, Al? Um, like I said, obviously with the misses, the baby, um, mm. going for coffees with the boys, um, just trying to get away from. That sort of intense in yeah. intense environment because it is draining you. Mm. It is intense all the time, so it's, it's good to have a break and refresh you, ready to go again. Then, mm. no, I agree. Is it? Is it? I I've found from some people, even myself, when I was playing, is like it becomes a bit of a roller coaster of emotions, like from one week to the next of injuries, you know, selection, performance, worrying what's next, and if your body's sore and you've got to do like a fitness session or and you're like, fuck, you know what I mean? You've always you've got to keep turning up. Do you find that? Yeah, that's what uh, painkillers and diclofenac <laughs> and team flams. That's what get that's what gets us through majority of the year. Yeah, well, that's what gets well. Yeah, that's what Can gets most get of us. Rattling when he's coming. <laughs> <laughs> How many surgeries you had? Uh, only one. Nice. Yeah. Shoulder. Shoulder. Yeah. Shoulder. Shoulder surgery. Just, uh, just a lot of other like just injections and yeah. maintenance and stuff. Um, yeah, but only one surgery. Touchwood. Good stuff. And with the knee, right? I've had three on my right knee. Wow. Um, so fingers crossed. That's, yeah, right. that's, that's my, that's that's my last leg. Yeah. Yeah. No, we don't need you boys. We need you boys looked after. Yeah. It's quite interesting though. Like, you know, as you get older, you kind of learn to manage your body differently, right? You know when to turn it on, when to turn it off and when to rehab. Sure. And you ice bath, man? I'm far from ice bath, man. <laughs> I can't uh, yeah, stand I it. I, I'm a lot of hot, cold. I, d- I don't mind. I like a cryo. We've got the cryo chamber nice. in the... The veil, I do like that. Freshens me up, but yeah, as as you get older, obviously a lot of more recovery is is mm. key then, and um, knowing how to manage your body, especially during camps like this now, where training intensity is quite quite high, yeah. and you know you saw and knowing if things are tight, you just don't, you can't really just push through that mm. and um, make it worse. So yes, yeah, it's, it's quite hard to manage. Uh, yeah. 
your body during this campaign, but um, as you get older, you obviously know mm. how to then, isn't it? The physio you've got there, I'm sure he, he did a, a league once. Uh, is he English? Physio? Yeah, Wales? There's, there's, there's a couple, couple of English Southerner, ones, uh, I think he's uh, a Ben, Stirlo. Stir- he's, yeah. a, he's a crazy guy, isn't he? Yeah, he's class. <laughs> that guy's sure. like that, is. I bet you. He's my guy. He is, is he? Yeah. <laughs> Give him a shout out, though. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be listening to this. He'd love a shout out on this. So. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Ben Stirlo. <laughs> yeah, he used to be mad. I was only young when I was in there, but he was like physio at the time, I think Warrington Worlds and, and Wales. Like oldies loved him, but I was so young. I was scared of him when I was a kid. Like, cause he's just so full on. Oh, he is. Yeah, he's he's class. To be fair, I, I'm with him eight o'clock every morning on the bed. <laughs> Not even getting massages, chatting away. Yeah. <laughs> you need those characters, though, Therapies. right? Therapies, therapy session yeah. with Stilo every eight, uh, every cl- every morning, eight o'clock. <laughs> You've got to have those type of guys in camp, though. Just keep you entertained and have a laugh. And who would you say the top? You know, yourself. It seems like you're one of them, guy. Is there anyone else that can compare to you? Well, to ent- I'm not. I'm not very entertainment on demand. Um, if, you, if, you ask, if you ask me to do something, I'm terrible at doing it on demand. On the spot, on but the it's spot. just on the, I'm not like, the cuff. If you tell me, if you ask me to do a joke, I'm, I'm yeah, rubbish. Yeah. But you're quite quick, and you know, just like random, random things will just. I'm just gonna mm. rinse in. Rinse in oh, people. Rinse in so me. It's like yeah. Just constant. Um, I got a, you are a funny guy. I got a crowd. I'll, uh, <laughs> oh, you're terrible with the crowd. Honestly, a couple on. of beers, loosen up a bit, and you're good. <laughs> well, <laughs> where do we start? <laughs> Keep away from the beers. Yeah, definitely. Well, um, now nah, it's good the camp's going well, and it's good um, everything on that aspect. You know, you don't have to go back to the Ospreys now until end of the Six Nations. You say, unless you get dropped back to play. Yeah. So yeah. I think um, after the Italy game, I'm not sure who the Ospreys have got that weekend. Um, I assume if if we're all fit, we'll have to play. Th- we'll play for the Ospreys that week. Mm. And they've 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 been doing a great job since we've been gone as well. So it's exciting to go back t- back to there then and hopefully fight for like playoff spots at the end of the year. You said you're sitting fourth at the moment, right? Uh, I think we're seventh. Seventh, but uh, if playing Edinburgh Friday, we're fifth. Yeah. So obviously, if we, we win that game, it bounces up massively. So. Um, Fingers crossed we can get a result. A young fly half, he did that drop goal, didn't he? Oh, yeah, Dan. Yeah, Dan had Fair play to him. I was Fair. more impressed with uh, Rhys Henry's uh, <laughs> little, <laughs> grub, little grubber through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tough love, isn't it? Yeah, young fella he, just wants to He was tamping, he was uh, tamping, he didn't have uh, more of a recognition for his grubber because Dan stole the limelight with his yeah. drop goal. Yeah, that's how it is, isn't it? The tens always they're like the lead singers of a band and then the you know, the other people are just like your drummers. Yeah, you, would you but I would have backed I would have backed Henry to have that drop goal yeah, as well. I mean, to be fair, like we say Henry's a he's a loose head or a tight dead, but every session he's first out there practicing his drop goals. <laughs> <laughs> he's never done he's one like, in the game. He's like third choice ten as well. <laughs> he's just <laughs> <laughs> He's just waiting, he's hungry. Yeah. Oh, he's a good boy. Nice boys, nice. So Saying that, so this week now will be a bit of a deload week because it's Monday for you. Be pretty chill, would you say? Or if you don't play, do you get flogged? You still have to graft. Um, yeah. Obviously, you probably not in camp as much this week, but the days you're in, you're working hard and um, you will have to go to the well every day, which obviously you hopefully reap the rewards the following two weeks because you put the graft in when there's no game. Nice, nice. I've got a question you, um, and I'm quite interested to see what you guys think of it. It says, what's more important, mental strength or physical strength? Mental. I agree with that, mental as well. Why? Um, I don't know. I feel like 
can be as strong as you want. But I think if you're mentally tough, I think you can, I don't know, repeat your efforts in yeah. a way or like, I don't know. I just feel like you, you know, you take a lot of bumps in rugby, but if you're mentally tough, you can probably carry those bumps and mm. go again in a way. I don't know. And like you say that, yeah, I agree with that. Your body probably give up before your mind yeah. all the time. And I think, um, like I was saying, in the environment is mentally tough, and I think you just gotta be, you gotta have that determination, that sort of grit, just to just get on with it. Like it's, it is hard, but like you say, really fortunate to be there, and you just gotta work hard. Who's the epitome? Uh, who's the who defines you when you think of someone who's mentally tough? Who comes? Is anyone who comes to your mind? Uh, for me, probably Alan Wynne Jones. Yeah. Um, I was thinking that. Even I was curious. At he just he never showed weakness, did he? No. There's, there, there's literally no one. Like someone has over 150 caps and yeah. still desperate to get the the next cap is yeah. like, and like even in in sessions in it, like we'd finish a drill and he'd be first to the next drill, like jog into the oh, next. Sprint, yeah, sprinting, like he wouldn't be jogging. Yeah. Sprinting. Yeah. sprinting, but yeah. it's like it's just setting an example to everyone else. And if he can still do it, yeah, and he's played 150 Welsh games and his boys on three or four caps are walking the drills and yeah. half his age. How like, how do you? Oh, that's what I think to like. Who, because you know, leaders were were once a follower, right? So he was a follower to someone before him. I wonder who is it who inspired him to get this type of mindset of sprint? Because yeah, no one know. else is doing it. I think he, I think he invented it. He's, yeah, he's fucking. He's well, mentally tough. And you he's swear on this podcast. Yeah, of course you can. Of course you can. Brother, you do what you want. So <laughs> every other fucking word. <laughs> Wait, uh, even like that lions he went on. He did his shoulder in the Japan game, Japan game, didn't he? And then he. They thought he's done. He's not playing. Next thing, he's in the in one of the tests. Yes. Yeah, like I say, he's just he just won't give up. Really, like he's just a, just an animal. He was like he do everything he can to get his body right and mm. to back 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 it up the way he has over the over the last twenty years is is unbelievable. I just I, I admire someone who can do, has that mindset to just like once more, like hundred fifty games. Some people snatch hand off just get one game, <laughs> but that drive to just keep turning up. Like when you get older, your bot, you know, your motivation might slip or go. But it seems like he's always had it, right? I think uh, like that's a difference from him and the rest, mm. rest of the players. He's obviously set numerous records. He's he's a different level to everyone else, and I think that's his how mentally tough he is. His mindset to just want more. He's mm. never satisfied with what he's gone. I think that's why he is who he is. Is he still around the club? No, we, uh, well, I I seen him the other day in the in the Vale, but he's um, not not around no. uh, much. He's doing a lot with his uh, mimosa and uh, company and stuff. So yeah, yeah, you miss characters like that around the place, though, because he did have like a like a an aura about him. You just follow it, like yeah. And he's he's like someone you wouldn't want to let down, and like mm. he's someone I'd never want to give a bad pass to because you definitely hear about it, and like. But I think that's just like you said, setting the standards. Yeah, that's unbelievable. Yeah, so he's yeah. it, is, it is like addictive having you know playing for Wales and you know, getting your caps, and you just like mm. you, just want, more, you just want more. Like, do you want to? You want to yeah. be there. You want to do better. You want to. You want to be better in the next game. Like, have an influence in the game and stuff. So, like, I can see it is addictive. Like, mm. so obviously that's carried him through. 
hundred percent. Would you say you've starting to find your voice a bit now, Gar? Yeah, I think so. Like being one of the older boys there now, and uh, even still young, but one of the older boys, but it's just having a bit of leadership and like being around such influential people over over the years, trying to you know create an environment where they did as well. So mm. um, yeah, I think there's a, like a bit of a responsibility to do that as well because otherwise the younger boys who are there now haven't seen mm. you know, been around boys like Alwyn Biggs in training so and um, yeah just trying to carry carry on a little bit of that leadership really good man good man so when you talk about th- like those boys you're on about I'm, I'm always curious about how for instance you know what is the goal for boys like yourself obviously play for Wales when you're about seven or eight years old that's a goal you know, Lions, probably another thing. But, like, you know, we're always forever chasing. You know, probably at one stage you might have said to yourself, when I achieve this, this is going to make me happy. And then when you achieve that, you're like, well, what's next? Do you know, do you know does that yeah. make sense? Like, I think for both of us, like, as young boys, you, you say, I'd be happy with one Welsh cap. You have that one Welsh cap, you want 50 Welsh caps. And I'm sure I'll, neither of us hit 50 yet, but if, if we're lucky enough to do so, you got 100 caps. It's like, mm. you always chase someone you're never going to get which I think is, is quite powerful because you're always motivated then. You're never going to get what you want. Mm. You're, always, you're always fighting for it. Yeah. I'm I'm never satisfied. Like, even you're playing, if you play well on the weekend, on the Monday, I'm, I'm always, like, a bit too critical of myself. And, and I think I look at my bad stuff and I'm I'm just thinking, oh, I, I didn't play very well. But then people it's, people tell me, you know, well. oh, you play well on the weekend. But I'm, I'm always like, oh, I don't feel like I did. Mm. Does that come from, I'm only just speculating from my own experiences, does that ever come from like, for instance with me, my parents, I'd have one who would be like, your mother would be like, you've got a game on the weekend, and then your dad might be like, you could do a bit better there though, can't you? And that's sometimes that mindset from a young age is hardwired in, into us then as a player, as we get older, we're like more self-critical than we are. Yeah, and I, like I said, I think the last one on the podcast, mm. my old man's probably my harshest crit- critic. Yeah. Um, and like you say, you're always looking for things. Mm. That you didn't go to plan, or why didn't you go to plan, and how can you get better? So I think, like Gav saying, it's it's probably like I don't know if it's the right way to be because you're you never sort of praising yourself, but then you're you're always willing to work yeah. hard because you want to want to achieve a bit more. So true, Gav, with yourself, uh, I don't know. My, my my parents always you know always uh, a bit biased towards me, and they think I'm. I'm class when I when I even had a had a average game or, mm. or a bad game, but I th- I don't know I th- I think it's just probably develop over the years expecting more from myself, mm. um, expecting more from myself. You know, as I get older, I yeah. get more responsibility and and uh, you're expected to play play well every week, and um, I think that's just myself giving myself targets and. Try and you know not not well not being satisfied with with myself and mm. I just want more. Do you know? It's a good mentality to have because it's a driven mentality. Of a lot of high achievers have that. You know, you probably if you ever hear the John, Johnny Wilkinson speak, like he was always never satisfied. He's always chasing that. But it's a it's probably like a double ended sword because never satisfied for what you've done but you've achieved so much yeah. so you should soak in the wins when you can because they're, they're rare sometimes or yeah. that window of success like you know Wales prior won back-to-back 
comps, you know, probably they always think, what's next? What's next? You know, but it's just the mentality. I think we all have a stages, but it's refreshing to hear that because you're, uh, you're our people leading us from the front in the rugby field. And it's, I do imagine though it's hard because since I've been home, I actually forgot how like Wales is defined by rugby. Yeah. So, for players like you two, if you played a good performance, I bet it's lovely to walk around and people are like, oh, good game on a weekend. But if you had if you had a poor game, I bet you like hoodie up. <laughs> You'll <laughs> definitely hear about that. Uh, yeah. about it. How do you deal with the, the noise? Um, like for me, I don't know what guard is, but um, obviously you accept the good. Mm. Um, and I think the the negative comments or what people say about you, it doesn't define you. Like no. All that matters to me is obviously the coaches. I yep. want them to think I played well, and your family and your close friends—they they know you as a person best. So, um, and they, I, you'd like to think they give you the right feedback and be honest with you. Um, so, like, and I like I said before, the, I don't think people realise the effort and the time that goes in. Yeah. Weekly to a game, like the amount of analysis you have to do, the amount of prep you have to do just just for that eighty minutes is so much goes into it. Nobody has a bad game on purpose. Everyone no. has bad days. You get bricklayers who have a bad day at <laughs> work. It's like we're no different to anyone else. So I think, um, I think it's probably people understanding what actually goes in yeah. the working week for that game. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really, uh, don't really look at the comments or people what the keyboard warriors say, but um, it's the people who matter that yeah. I listen to and. Um, yeah, just try not to to overthink that Good things stuff. really. Good stuff. Man, I want to say it just come to my brain then that game against England. I think I messaged you. How's your ribs? That <laughs> who threw that pass? Oh, uh, Johan Lloyd. Yeah. Yeah, I bet you grabbed him by the scruff <laughs> after that game, like brother. <laughs> you owe me a couple of ribs, eh? <laughs> yeah, I just I just looked at him and he knew, and he just like knew straight away. He was like, "Oh, sorry." So yeah, it's all good. It's all good. My ribs are fine. Didn't, didn't really. Uh, <laughs> Sam and came in the change rooms after. We had a good chat about it and laughed about it. He's so gonna give back. me shit on the floor, but I realised it was me because we're like good mates from uh, when he was with the Ospreys. So yeah. he did. He, he swap jerseys? Back. Anyone after the game? No, no, no. I don't. I don't really swap jerseys. Cherish them all. Yeah, I just I just keep them all there. Nice, mate. Nice. I tell you what, though, that Yoan Lloyd, I, I I rate him a lot. And when he come on uh, last weekend, I thought he had a bit of a spring in his step, but he just that you know that nothing to lose. Like I think we spoke yeah. about when you come off the bench, right? You, the game's basically the scoreboard's already set, so you're kind of out there. You go, I'm just going to try and throw something at the kitchen sink, you know. And and I thought he actually, yeah. you know, that little glimpse he had at ten, he threw the ball around a bit, and he's a he's a very skillful player. And, the same with Costello. They're both very, both really good uh, players. They understand the game. Mm. Um, they both got good feet, good pace. So I think, obviously, they're both really good, good fly halves. And I think they're both so young as well, which is which yeah, great yeah. for Welsh rugby. I know, um, obviously, not getting results we want now. We look at two, three, four years time. Yeah, those boys be so experienced. And yeah, we got to ride this wave. I think everyone and hopefully the nation can understand that as well. Any superstitions, boys? Anything you do before a game? Left boot on, right boot? Oh, I'm terrible. Are you? Oh, it does my head in. <laughs> Let's like, go through them. So I put left sock on, right sock. I put left boot on, right boot, and then left lace, right lace. I'm like my laces. I gotta do them the right way, or I just I got and start do again. Oh, it does my head in because I take so long. Just so. <laughs> I weird. should have laughed, but fuck, oh, that's a lot. It gets on my nerves. That's I'm nuts, just, isn't it? Oh, it's, 
Wait, it's mushed. <laughs> yeah, it frays me yeah, to do the way it's No, I'm not that bad. I haven't got anything like that. Oh, like, terrible. I'm just, it's like to be organised, that's all. Mm. Certain feed before the game? Couple of coffees or a co- Red Bull? Uh, yeah. The uh, night bef- uh, the day before the game, we pick up, we, yeah. as in just eat as much as you can. Not a red, yeah. I wouldn't go Red Bull. No. <laughs> <laughs> I get to me in bed, I have like uh, we'd have we'd have what phase one, PAS yeah, gives you a bit of a tingle yeah itchy like I hate that feeling. Want to go and hit something then? What's that a beta Allen? No, yeah, beta, uh, be, there's like be a similar feeling to the beta Allen. Yeah, that stuff's uh, that probably lead us into uh, go on. What are you gonna say? I like I like the tingle. I do. do you? Yeah, so I hate you it. Revved up. Gets you uh, gets you going a bit. I'll have to bring us into our sponsor now, anyway. So they, I've just had one of the coffees, but the nutrition food of head of the game, boys. What do you think? Uh, it's, it's class to be fair. Um, the takeaway meals and the food there is is awesome. So we enjoy it. You do, don't you, guy? I like the Biscoff cheesecakes. <laughs> I cleaned one up just before this. <laughs> I was you hungry. That out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I haven't but tried the salads. So. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away from the greens, but the yeah. cheesecakes and uh, the wraps are decent. Yeah. The burger wrap is my big one. I love oh. the burger wrap. A Big Mac tastes like, doesn't it? Yeah, I know. Smashed burger. Yeah, it's good, it's good. Smashed, yes, that's not, the one. Not before training, you know, is <laughs> Nah, they're good, they're good. Well, boys, this is going to lead me now into the questions. So this is the, the part called the, how was it? Do you know your partner, your couple? So Mr. and Mrs. Mr. and Mrs., yeah, yeah. So what we've got Mr. here, boys. Mr. and Mrs. <laughs> so what we got here, we got first ones, we got questions. Questions for Gar, on Owen. And then oh we'll go over to the other side, so yeah, start with that, right? Yeah, I'm sketching now. So it's only, uh, it's only two questions for you, uh, Got on a win because I was trying to find some dirt on you, but I couldn't get any dirt. It's too perfect. You should have messaged me. I, I did. Perfect, man. <laughs> That'll lead me into one of your questions, brother. <laughs> some dirt on him. Yeah. <laughs> you, might, you, you might want to add one in the end just to generalize it yeah. and just see. So, the first question I've got was How old was Owen Walken when he debuted for the Ospreys? A, 17, B, 21, C, 18, or D, 30? Oh, I can't remember what, what was it. Seventeen. Seventeen. I'd go. Twenty-one, eighteen, or thirty. You going with seventeen? I don't myself. Seventeen or eighteen. Make a decision. No. no. Eighteen. That's correct. Eighteen. We didn't make a noise. Ding. Have you got a picture of him when he was eighteen? <laughs> <laughs> Put the picture up now. <laughs> yeah, that's one out of what we've got. Two questions. We only got one more. Where did Owen Walken get his teeth done? A, Turkey. B, Essex. C, they are real. Or D, Mystag Park. Um, I'd l- I'd like to say Turkey because they look Turkish, Turkish, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> does competent does competent bonding make I them sh- real? I should have asked. I should have put that in there. What is the answer, Rob? I know it's composite I've bonding. I've gone down an so <laughs> <laughs> Way off ever. I've done a composite so bonding. So they're real, but with the bonding, is it? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I should have added that in then. Sorry. But I knew. <laughs> but you knew. Have you got any other questions in general? Anything you want to say on Owen before we move over to you? Um, Don't forget the wheel is wrong, but so anything comes from my, my <laughs> way. I'm no, I'm right. All right, cool, cool. <laughs> Keep it safe for now. All right, let's move over to the next one. So these questions, we've got three for Owen, 
for Owen on uh, Ga. So number one, question number one, where was Ga born? Wait, whoa, 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 whoa! He's hot, he's keen, isn't he? <laughs> I know, I know him well. A Swansea, B Newcastle, Emlyn, C Bamfucker Nowhere, <laughs> or D Bristol. Uh, is it B Newcastle, Emlyn? Ding ding, correct. <laughs> My other one was born. I'm from Newcastle, Edmund, but I was born in Carmarthen. <sighs> Close enough. <laughs> You're both wrong. <laughs> both wrong. West of Regina. Hey, I'm, I'm going to have a word with Jamie after this <laughs> and have a, get, his, get his facts right. Question number two. Gar made his Welsh debut in 2021. Who against A, Japan, B, Namibia, C, South Africa, or D, Canada? Uh, it was D, Canada. Correct. That's right. Correct. Two out of two. All right. Last one. Question three. I've got to be careful here because I hope I hope he's still alive. But Gar has a dog, a big fucking dog. What's the dog's name? You still is it alive? No, he's not. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, he passed away a few months ago. <laughs> I'm sorry, dear. Well, yeah. he was a big dog. He was a big fucking dog. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> A, we've got Beast. B. Teddy, stop looking at the sheet, mate. C, Bernie, or D, Owen Watkin? Uh, Bernie. Bernie. Bernie was my dog. Owen Watkin was my bitch. <laughs> <laughs> ding, 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 correct. Sorry to hear about your dog, no, mate. I'm a dog lover, so it's the tough one. But, mate, all correct, boys. Fair play. I need to get some more dirt. I need to figure out some more things. <laughs> you match me. I've given you a lot of dirt. Oh. Good questions about what <laughs> next time. Next time, man, we have to get, you on, uh, get you on as a co-host. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, rip and tear. Yeah. No, boys, this is a really, uh, really awesome one today. I'm really impressed with this because it's nice to hear so many other sides to you. Obviously, just not just as players, but just to get to know you on another level as well and find out what you're into outside of sports. One thing I will say though is, you know, do you have any other business ventures that you do outside of rugby, boys? <laughs> we got nothing yet. No. Um, Nah, like I said you before as well, it's like it's tough because you obviously want to put all your effort and time into being the best rugby player you can be. But like you said, it's it's not everything you need to think after rugby, and there's yeah. a lot more to life. So, um, guys, a lot older than me, so you better start thinking soon. But that. I find it I find it difficult to if I was to concentrate on a, on a business when I'm putting all my focus into rugby, especially playing for Wales and stuff. Mm. Just Time, you know, time you need to to do all Ospreys and Wales, and then a, a business. I feel like it's just too much, and then with a you know family now yeah. and things as well. Oh. But I need to start thinking. That's fair. That's a valid one. But at the same time, I believe that it just takes um, see see rugby right as a, a chair, and you've got four legs of a chair. And at the moment, this is not generalised to you, this is generalised to everyone who plays rugby. Just think right now, rugby is your main income stream, and it's a very well paid income. But say, for instance, tomorrow you get injured and you have to retire, then the reality is that leg falls and you've only got, you've got three other options, but they're not there anymore. But if, we, if you, for instance, diverse that and had another income stream where, for instance, you went in with a partner or you try to create something, your profiles are so big right now and so relevant. You know, if it's even just merch, socks, compression, tights, something like that, where you're literally training in them. I'm giving you a business advice right now. <laughs> training in them, taking photos with them, promoting them. And before you know, you've got, it's doing its work on the side, but it's just having that, when you're so invested in something, it's hard to think of something else. But um, I think like, as well, 
obviously invest in rugby, but you want to say you want to start a business is is what you need to do something you enjoy and you're willing to sacrifice time and mm. uh, family time for. So I think it's it's knowing what you want to do as well. Mm. That's probably the hardest thing. I think if you if I had someone tell you like you're gonna love this job yeah. when you do it, I think you you probably would. But for me especially, I, I don't know what that other thing is mm. I want to do. Um, and just finding that out really. Yeah, I think th- I think that comes with the though again it like. Rugby for you guys, you probably did it at a young age, good at it, and then you found it. Like, it just happened. Where a lot of people out there struggle to find purpose. But the key to purpose is trying things and realising what you don't like on the journey of trying them, and then you realise quicker than what you do like. But because rugby is... You didn't have to ever go, what is my purpose? It was like, the ball was there at seven years old. <laughs> Academy, X, Y, and Z. Do you know what I mean? But... I think it's just trying things, and being okay, okay to failure. Rugby is one big failure. You grow from a failure, you learn from mistakes, and that's life in general. But, um, yeah, I just think, you know, when that day comes, because it will come, um, the, the fall-off isn't as intense. Yeah. That makes sense. Married. So Claire can, Claire can carry me <laughs> for a little bit. Carry me. <laughs> nah, man. Well, look, boys, I'm really, really grateful for you two coming on today. I know uh, some sore bodies and, oh, Bringing in the goods, mate. Bringing in the goods, <laughs> respect. Um, but as I do, I always wrap it up. With just what are you grateful for? We'll go with you first because you should be used to it. Uh, like I said before, it's still obviously your family. You do everything you can um, to make them proud. And like I said, the things they sacrifice is, is for these reasons. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, same. I think from having my daughter, Harley, she's you know everything to me now. So uh, since having her, I think my appreciation for my family and things have, you know, that's all. That's, that's my number one is uh, family. Nice, mate. Nice. Well, I'm grateful for you two coming on, boys. Um, not just as rugby players, but as people as well. You've, you know, it's really refreshing to see the other side of you as well, and you know, switch the switch the switch uh, the switch off essentially, and just be true to yourselves. But um, now you're a good bunch of fellas, and uh, so much belief in in what you guys are doing for Wales and the Ospreys, and um, yeah, we're all sticking behind you, boys. Cheers, appreciate Thank it. Thank you so nice. much, boys. Cheers. Thank you. Don't just talk it, walk it, walk it zone. Don't just talk it, walk it. Don't just talk it, walk it, walk it zone. Don't just talk it, walk it, walk it zone.